Hello, folks, and welcome to e-commerce QA. This is the podcast where store owners, directors of e-commerce, and e-commerce managers can stay up to date on the latest tools and technologies in e-commerce. I'll be joined on the show by my colleague and partner in crime, Dylan Holst. Our goal is to handle one or two questions per episode. You can check us out on the web at ecommerceqa.tv. There you'll be able to get in touch, ask us questions, and just generally participate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of eCommerce QA. I'm joined today by Steve Deckert, who is the co-founder of a company I'm really excited about. I've been following them for a long time, been using their products in a variety of use cases. And the company in question is Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is an excellent loyalty program, works really well with all the top e-commerce platforms, has an API. It's amazing. Hi, Steve. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be on. Um, you know, I've listened to some of your previous podcast episodes and uh, there's a really a lot of value in these. So, so thanks for including us. Absolutely. Well, we are really excited about giving merchants immediate upfront value on the most important things they can be thinking about. And these days, everybody's thinking about customer lifetime value. How can we get more value out of our customers? How can we keep our customers happier longer? Because that's where we ultimately get them to refer other people. And you gave an excellent presentation for my team this week. And I was blown away by the content you were bringing, not just on the topic of loyalty, but on topic of retention in general. I'm wondering if you can help us understand the relationship of customer lifetime value works with retention and loyalty. Like if you if we can visualize a Venn diagram, are some of these inside the others? Right, right. Absolutely. So, you know, customer lifetime value is probably the most important, if not, you know, like a top three metric that every retailer needs to know. Um, and you can kind of map customer lifetime value to a customer's progression and to their journey in discovering your store. So, you know, someone that goes from a visitor to a purchaser and from a purchaser to a repeat purchaser and a repeat purchaser to hopefully, ultimately a brand advocate that, that absolutely loves your brand and tells everyone about it. You can kind of map different customers to those stages and customer lifetime value actually maps really well to that as well. And you kind of have, there are two sides, basically. You, you have customer acquisition, which is about getting new customers and getting them to buy. And then there's customer retention, which is about, you know, after they've made their first purchase, keeping them around, keeping them happy, getting them to purchase more and getting them to refer their friends and tell others about, about your store. So, you know, that is kind of a general framework that we want to use when we're thinking about customer lifetime value and making sure that we're retaining customers and keeping them coming back. And customer retention, which is, again, just keeping customers coming back, you know, there are different ways that you can do this. There are different strategies that you can use. And it's not one or the other. They're very complementary. So there, okay. there are different, different ways you can do that. There's customer loyalty programs. like That's what we do at Sweet Tooth. But there's also things like lifecycle email. There, there are things like amazing customer support that, it, that is remarkable. There are things like personalization and there's, there's a whole bunch of different ways that we can actually keep customers coming back. So what's the typical blocker for people moving from the acquisition side to the retention side? The reason why someone doesn't go from acquisition to more of the retention is because they're stuck in a transactional relationship with a retailer. So, you know, for them, their relationship with the retailer is pretty simply, it's a price, it's a product, and it's a place, you know, that, that's it. And that works as long as you are the right, at the right place with the right product at the right time. Um, you know, you're only as good as the products you're selling. You're almost like a vending machine. And for you to get mm. to customer retention and get customers coming back to you, you need to start forming an emotional 
connection with those customers. Uh, now, something Steve, more, yeah. Uh, so something I really liked about what you shared earlier this week in the private demo you gave or presentation you gave for our team was even though you guys do loyalty, you made the point that when you're looking to invest into your store, it's always the question of where should I invest? Should I invest in email marketing and improving that? Should I do display ads? Should I do something totally different? The question being, how can a merchant know where they need to invest in their store? Right, right. So that's a question we get all the time. <laughs> and uh, it's a hard problem to solve, but you can solve it. So just like we, we can understand a customer's experience and you know, their, as, the, as they go through their entire experience with our brand, they go from that that acquisition, you know, so visitor, first time purchaser to more retention, which is you know repeat purchasers and brand advocates. And uh, the way that we that we need to understand that the relationship between the two, between customer acquisition and customer retention, is that you need to acquire customers and you need to do the things that are necessary for that customer to make their first purchase. So you do need to have the right price. You do need to have good shipping. Um, you know, you, you need to start. That, that journey, you know, with those first few steps, but after those are complete and after you're doing well enough in those, then you need to start looking at investing in things like customer retention and keeping them around. And so a really good way to determine when you should start investing in things like customer retention, you can do it with metrics. You can look at, you know, okay, do I have a good conversion rate? I can, you can try and benchmark yourself, but there's a really simple way. And that's just sending out emails to your customers asking for feedback. You can ask a very simple question like, how likely are you to refer your friends or family to this brand and why? And all they have to do is reply to that email. You can do some other complicated things with like net promoter score where you're actually sending out surveys and you're, you're collecting statistics and stuff. But you know, a really, really simple way is just to send an email you know, a few weeks after their first purchase and after they've had time to engage with the brand and figure out where those holes in the customer experience are. If you get nine out of 10 customers complaining about shipping, maybe we need to, to fix that before we can look at retaining customers and keeping them coming back. That's great. Love that. So basically, if I've got a store and I want to know whether or not I need to focus on more immediate things related to the transaction, I can easily do that just by asking customers after the order. Love that. Exactly. We have encouraged customers to do something that um, I think is pretty simple with a thing called Hotjar. Yep. So it has a little poll that you can ask people. Yep. In, the, in their cool. case, it's you know on the site. And we've encouraged people immediately after purchase to say, what's one thing that would have prevented you from purchasing today? Yeah, that's that's great. That's And it's that kind of feedback. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, you can try and make it quantitative and metrics-based, but... Um, you know, if, if you get 100 customers giving you feedback, you're going to start to notice when, the, when there are some common issues. Yeah. So let's assume that a customer, you know, you, you're getting consistent feedback that they're happy with the transaction in terms of price and shipping and customer support. And you allude from that, okay, you know what, let's invest in more of the retention side. How do we go about that? Really, there are a couple ways to evaluate which tools to invest in. You shouldn't be thinking of them as you know one or the other. They really do work together. There is a lot of synergy there that you can get out of something let's like say a loyalty program and lifecycle email, for example. But mm -hmm. a good a good way to determine what's going to work for you is looking at your demographic 
and trying to determine, you know, what kind of tactics work really well with that demo, you know, what kind of incentives work really well for that demographic. And also things like what are what are my competitors doing? Because that's important as well. We want to make sure that, you know, we're providing a better experience and we're differentiating ourselves. So, you know, we, we don't want to end up offering the exact same thing that our competitors are offering. We want to offer something better. So if I'm looking at, you know, doing lifecycle email or a loyalty program, which I know is a false dichotomy, but let's say I need to invest in one before the other just for budgetary reasons or something like that. How would I know whether loyalty is a good thing for me to implement on my store? Yeah, so a really good way to determine if something like loyalty uh, specifically is good for your store is if you have a lot of micro actions that you want to incentivize that are all under you know one nice unified program. So you know when you think about things like micro actions, there are things like creating a customer account or sharing something on Facebook, or you know you want to incentivize them to purchase on their birthday, or you want them to refer their friends. Right? These are all these are all kind of micro actions, and most retailers what they would do is run you know four separate promotions and probably just offer discounts for those type of things. But what's good about loyalty programs for this example is that they can kind of cover all of those micro actions with one umbrella program. Yeah. And another important component is that, you know, you don't need to offer just discounts, right? So with, with a points program, you can offer several options that they can spend their points on, you know, whether that's discounts or free products or free things that aren't even in your inventory, you know, or maybe experiences or exclusive status, things that are tailored for different types of customers that will motivate different customers more effectively. So, you know, not every customer is just looking for a discount. That's more on the transactional side, more more on the visitors and first-time purchasers and customers that aren't emotionally connected to your brand. And what's good about a loyalty program is that you can kind of offer a full spread of rewards for customers to to perform those micro actions. And I think we had an interesting conversation earlier this week about the whole fact that Sweet Tooth, your particular methodology, is very much a point-based system. It's not that you can't make it work with a dollar-based system or something. But um, and I thought that was really, really good insights you had about the fact that point-based systems are better in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, they they they're one of the benefits of it of, of, of offering points over something like a discount is let's say let's take the example of just sharing a product on Facebook. So you might determine that for your business, you know, that is worth, let's say, 17 cents. So with a points program, you know, I can kind of mask how much that is. And customers can do several actions to get one large reward. Whereas if you were to be giving a discount for social sharing one product (laughs) on Facebook, you know, I don't think a 17 cent discount is really going to reward customers and, and incentivize them to do that. They might actually be demotivated by that incentive. Totally. Yeah. That's such a good point. So, I mean, I've got a customer right now that wants to implement loyalty and they've really been vying for a dollar based system. I think it may be because they are trying to tie it into an affiliate um, slash kind of distributorship situation where, you know, their customers are looking for cash discounts. Ultimately, it's an expressed need. Right. So it's going to be interesting to think about how loyalty fits in with, with affiliate type scenarios and wholesale versus, you know, retail pricing. How do you guys handle that type of question? It really does depend on the situation, but we have had some retailers that actually wrap their affiliate program in with a loyalty program as well. So instead of giving affiliates just cash, 
they can they can still offer that. But you know, again, just like we can offer different rewards to different customers, we can do the exact same thing with affiliates. So some affiliates might love your product and might actually just want to spend points on a product. Um, some affiliates they might want they might value experiences more. You know, maybe they're a stay-at-home mom that that really wants a vacation. You know, that's a good good pairing. You can kind of find. You know, if you have suppliers or if you have products, you can usually offer it a little bit less expensive than if they were to just be paid in cash and just have to buy it outright. And that usually with, with a, an affiliate program, you know, we're basically taking advantage of the referral aspects of a loyalty program where we're giving customers points or affiliates points for, you know, sending people to your site and those people having made their first purchase in, in all of those kind of activities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to see how that would work. I'm kind of interested in that type of thing technically, but uh, it seems like it would make a lot a lot of sense. And I can even see that a use case there in B2B scenarios, which typically, you know, I wouldn't think a loyalty program would apply to. We'll tell you what, I'd love it to know if there's anything we can leave our listeners with. Are there, is there anything in terms of resources you'd like to point people to so they can understand how this works better or maybe get started with some initial steps in implementing retention, loyalty? Yeah, absolutely. So a really good start for strategy is uh, what we call the ultimate guide to customer retention that's available. Uh, it's an ebook that's available on our site. And that's going to go over, you know, why a retention strategy will work for you, you know, which, which tactics you should use to help you retain customers. Um, and, and that will help you to decide, you know, which strategy should I go with. And then we also have another guide called the Complete Guide to Customer Retention Tools, and that goes over all of the tools that you have available at your disposal. You know, if you are choosing to invest in something like customer retention, and you know, it lets you know when to select which type of tool to do which type of job, basically. So, between those two guides, you know, you can get a lot of information and really help make a nice, educated decision on you know, should I invest in retention, and if I should, what should I spend that money on? Mm-hmm. And I really like the fact that you guys aren't actually just saying, oh, well, obviously you should use Sweet Tooth and do loyalty. Um, And that's why I feel really comfortable about having our listeners uh, look at your guides. So to get those, we'll have the links in the show notes. And we'll also, is there a URL that people can go to and then just search from there? Yep. So if people go to our website, which is sweetdoothrewards.com, we have an ebook section, which is available in the navigation under resources. So we have case studies, ebooks. We even have a video learning center, which is really useful as well where in about 30 minutes or so, you can go over all of the loyalty basics that you need to know should you decide to, to choose a loyalty program. But yeah, the way that we look at, at loyalty and retention is that you know there are different paths up the same mountain. And sometimes they cross over and sometimes they help each other out. But you know, ultimately, your goal is just to keep customers coming back and retain them and make sure that they're happy. Fantastic. Well, I can't think of a better way to end it than that. Is there any last thought you'd like to leave people with? I would I would say you know do what you believe. A lot of the times we show the analytics and the metrics, and we have a very you know scientific approach to customer experience and and what to invest in as business owners. Um, but you know also we need to kind of trust ourselves and and go with what we believe in. And you know personally, I believe in taking care of people and making sure that people are happy with me and people keep coming back, and that I develop real relationships with, with our customers. And I think a lot of retailers, you know, that echoes with them too. So, you know, we, we can go over all of the benefits and all of the metrics that we can help improve. But, you know, I, I think that at the end of the day, a lot of the value that people get is, is being able to do what they believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, that's why most people listening are in e-commerce, right? It gives you such a powerful way to launch into new territory and kind of control your destiny. Exactly. Thanks so much, Steve, for your time. We really appreciate your uh, being part of the e-commerce community for a long time now. You guys have been around for what, 10, 10 years? Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, almost, almost ten. We've been around for a while. Yeah, we we yeah. existed as an agency before, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then made the foray into into being an app. Well, you've always been a really trusted resource for my company, and uh, we're looking forward to helping our customers take advantage of, of loyalty. And so, thank you so much for that. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Michael. And really happy to help anyone anyone that needs some insight into customer retention and loyalty, customer experience. Steve, if someone were to email you from our listenership and ask a question about loyalty. Would you respond to that email? Would you give them some advice? Absolutely. Yep. Steve at SweetToothHQ.com. Happy to discuss anything at all. There we go. You can also get me on Twitter at Steve Decker. Fantastic. Well, folks, we're out of time for today. I am actually, Steve, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions about a particular use case that I'm dealing with with a client. Um, but, you know, folks, if you need to sign off, you're trying to keep it short in general. Uh, sure. Again, we've got the show notes. And uh, you can cut it here. You can keep listening. So, Steve, if you have a couple more minutes, and I know you need to go pretty soon. I was just thinking about a particular customer, actually the same one that, that I'm thinking of implementing loyalty with, where they have had a pretty significant downturn in their traffic and revenue since we relaunched their site. And I was curious how you think we should go about evaluating what to do next in kind of a non-optimal situation like this. And we kind of talked about during the first part of the episode here that if you're kind of looking at everything with a plain, you know, level playing field, a way that you could tell what you should invest in. What if the customer is experiencing a significant downturn in their metrics? Maybe not a full on rescue situation, but getting there. How would you approach that? Right. So, yeah, I mean, if they're not doing very well on the acquisition side of things, I would say two things, you know, you can you can do things to help improve and get more customers coming. And a lot of the stuff that you're generally going to do, things like SEO or any sort of search engine marketing, you know, whether that's paid or, or organic, you know, a lot of that will take time to build up. And you really should be able to lean on your existing customers in this time, right? That's so, the, yeah, that's the, that's the big thing because they actually have a lot of their customers have been really loyal for a long time. We relaunched the site and a lot of people didn't like the new design, you know, so it's that weird thing of like, okay, well, we've always had good customer retention. Now we're losing some of that, but we can't go backwards in time and stay with the 2007 web design. Right, right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's tough when you have to make those kind of changes. You know, if, if you can kind of help those existing customers go through these, this kind of painful time, mm-hmm. um, hopefully giving them some sort of incentive to continue mm-hmm. shopping and, and maybe learn you know, and, and maybe see that the website is actually a better resource than it, mm-hmm. it previously was, you know, any sort of incentive there will work, uh, you know, for them, if they're very frequent shoppers, you know, things like free shipping mm-hmm. or discounts, or maybe even a, a gift. So if you want to add mm-hmm. something to their cart, just to come and check, you know, literally check out <laughs> and just see what the experience is like. Mm-hmm. Don't let their, their doubts stop them from at least trying it out once. Um, but you know, I, I'd say in, in a time like this, email is going to be a very important channel where, you know, making sure that you're driving a lot of sales through those existing customers. And this is a good time where a customer retention program will, will really help, will really have helped. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are 
completely acquisition focused, you know, where something like 80% or more of your orders are coming from people who are searching on Google and just they're clicking on the first search results. Or, you know, if you're doing something like paid search advertising, you know, that, that kind of stuff is great. But when it stops working, you really feel the pain. Totally. Well, I think that's exactly what we felt is that they had a lot of, it's basically underlined how important customer retention is and keeping customers. I don't want to say just kind of like blindly doing whatever customers want, because that's the way to become irrelevant over time. You know, you got to kind of lead the way, help your customers understand what's important when you do a major redesign, explain it to them. But I think maybe we needed to be more attentive to the fact that so much of this particular client's customer base, you know, was loyal and we got to, we got to keep them that way. So yeah. And and things like a concierge service might help too. So if they have, if they don't have live chat, that might help Mm. where they can, they can lean on someone, especially if, if they have over the past few years or months developed a relationship with someone on the customer service time on this customer service team, sorry, you know, having that person available on the website might help. And, and you can kind of lean on those emotional connections with customers as opposed to, you know, just, just the technology that's being presented to them. Mm. That, that might help as well. But this is also a good time where, you know, if you need to augment your acquisition with paid advertising, you're probably going to look at an ROI and the amount that you can spend will probably depend on your customer lifetime value, right? So I'm willing to spend $50 because I know that over a customer's lifetime, they'll spend $500 and that's my return, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So making sure that you have programs in place to realize that full customer lifetime value out of customers will help you justify spending a little bit more on those acquisition methods that, that you're, you're going to need to do to kind of boost up your sales. In the meantime. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again, Steve. I mean, I think everybody who's still listening, it's totally obvious how knowledgeable Steve and his team at, at Sweet Tooth are. So you might be getting a flood of emails here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. I love talking about this stuff. Thanks again, Steve. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye.